Lobsters getting baked and octopi on MDMA? That sounds like two of the four horsemen of the good times apocalypse, but it's true. Thanks to Charlotte Gill, owner of Charlotte's legendary Lobster Pound in Southwest Harbor, Maine, who's found that blowing tokes of dope over top the lobsters before putting them in a pot of boiling water not only puts them at ease, but also makes the meat a little tastier. Meanwhile, down at Johns Hopkins School of Medicine, scientists there have found that octopus are more social when they're on ecstasy. I didn't need a study to tell me that, but it seems once they soak these octopi into little bits of MDMA and then release them amongst other octopus, well, they start socializing, even hugging, doing water ballet and offering up little octopus high fives. I'm a bit dumbfounded to know that's what's going on at Johns Hopkins these days, but still glad to know we can always make octopus happier. And the research was funded mainly from proceeds from Pixar's Finding Dory. So that's cool, which is why today I want to dive into cartoons a little more while we talk about Peppa Pig, Spam, and Time Travel as we alter the space-time continuum by joshing around. My wife bruised her hand from doling out too many high fives last weekend. It's nearly healed, yet here we are, time to do it all over again. Gotta be more low-key this time around, though. Not only is my body physically exhausted from all the hijinks, there's also not as much to celebrate this week, as there's been a bike thief in the neighborhood who stole my son's bike right out from in front of him. No high fives from the missus on that one. I read her the letter and she said, God, you're so passive aggressive. Well, truth be told, when it happened, I drove to the library to get my son immediately. And then we circled the neighborhood looking to get aggressive aggressive on that bike thief. Not really. I told my boy we were just looking for it because I didn't want to get stabbed or shot over the incident because I had learned my lesson messing with today's youth had a similar type of get off my lawn scenario. But that's another story. To close out this story, though, I will say that Nextdoor introduced me to some very concerned citizens who shared their ring door video, where we could see in zooming in in the top left-hand corner of the video for just a split second, hey, there's my son's bike and that jerk that stole it. Then he was gone. No discerning features, not enough to show the authorities, but at least we had confirmation that, yep, my son didn't sell it for magic beans, but instead his bike truly did get stolen. As my list of local adversaries grows ever longer, I've recently learned that Chinese actress, producer, and Mando pop singer Fan Bingbing has her list of enemies too. In fact, she mysteriously disappeared a few months ago. It's rumored that China's highest paid actress might be on the run for allegations of tax evasion or she might have been captured entirely. It seems the Chinese government might have wanted to silence Fan Bingbing because she was getting too big for her proverbial britches. They want to limit actress and actor salaries in China because it seems the youth culture is starting to get a little money obsessed. There's another public enemy number one in China too, and that's Peppa Pig, who has now become a counterculture symbol for slackers, gangsters, and other lowlifes. Peppa Pig tattoos have become popular, as have illicit videos, which have now been removed from Chinese YouTube. I call it Chinese YouTube, that just like yesterday I said that Alibaba was Chinese Amazon, but that'd be like saying General So is Colonel Sanders, and that's incorrect. Instead, the service I'm referencing is known as Douyin, 
which I tried to download until the app store told me that I was not allowed because I was in the wrong country. Then I wanted to get on Chinese Facebook, which is known as Weibo, which I was able to find in the app store. And as I was downloading the Weibo International app, that's when I had a come to moment when I realized after all this talk of privacy concerns from the Chinese, why would I allow them onto my phone? But I think it might already be too late. Now I'm being spied on by both sides of the Pacific like some sort of reverse double agent. So if I turn up missing anytime soon, fear the worst. Or assume that I just took off for Peppa Pig Land, which is being planned for Shanghai and Beijing, but currently exists in the real at Poulton's Park in the UK. There you can do everything Peppa's ever dreamed of, from splashing in muddy puddles to ruining things for daddy at work. Back to that teenage aggression I just couldn't let stand. There I was in my front lawn working on my sprinklers, bathing my body with harmful chemicals tainted from an Air Force base's fire extinguishing chemicals that have washed into our groundwater. Suddenly a Lexus came flying by and out it I heard, Hey, you old man. And that's when I kind of looked over the bend of the street to see these kids looking back at me out their window. When they saw me looking at them, they slammed on the brakes and started heading back my way. They parked the car close to my house, at which time I had gone into the garage to get a baseball bat just to be safe. Hey there, sports fans, I said from the corner of my lawn. That's when they got out of their car and started heading towards me. The boys weren't very big, 16 or more. The three of them walked towards me, and that's when I saw they were dressed pretty nice. One of them had a scarf on a Gucci scarf. They started to demean me, calling me poor. I didn't quite understand because we lived in the same neighborhood, but man, they really dug deep on me, my wife, my kids. I raised the baseball bat and asked them to come a little closer onto my property, at which point they just hurled some more insults and then got in their car and drove away. A few weeks had passed and I had forgotten about the incident until all of a sudden I heard a ruckus out front where I peered out to find that the same boys were now swearing at my children, who at the time were just about eight and nine, telling them their dad was a P-word, calling them little F-bags or whatever else I may or may not want to say. It was bad. It was no way you should talk to children. But as soon as they saw me, they sped off. Taking a page from the Chinese, though, nobody's anonymous these days. I got onto Facebook, Nextdoor, Instagram, and Twitter, and those four horsemen helped me round up these boys, and it wasn't long until the police were knocking on their doors, talking to their mommies and daddies. It's been a year or more since that happened. I can only hope that those boys are scared straight, but it's more likely that one day I'll walk out to see all of my tires have been slashed. I wish I could say it was just me. However, many kids around here seem entitled to be unruly. I've had it. Can you tell? It might just be time to rewatch Michael Douglas in Falling Down. If that wasn't enough to make the blood boil, have you noticed an increase in sales calls, mostly from robots and recordings? You're not alone. In fact, it's recently reported that half of the cell phone calls placed in the United States are now some form of spam. Conspiracy theories say that's all by design, to encourage us to give up on phone communications entirely because they're too hard for the government to track. Instead, we're now encouraged to text, send photos and GIFs because that's a more transparent form of communication that's more easily transferred and shared between third parties and intergovernmental agencies. 
Honestly, though, I'm just bitter. As a real estate agent over the last 10 years, I've really been more of a glorified telemarketer than anything else. And now, even though more people have phones, everybody's bitter when I call because they can't believe that it's not a robot, even though I might sound like a robot, but yet I'm still asking to provide some sort of service which nobody wants. So that's why I'm finally making the pivot to entertainment. Not to say the last few minutes have been entertaining, though much like rubbernecking on the roadways, everybody wants to watch a good wreck now and again. And that's exactly what you'll see if you scope my mentions on Twitter, at Joshua Around, where maybe I've been going a little too hard with the jabroni shtick in support of the show. We made a new friend over there, at Hypothecast, who asked if we'd rather go back in time or forward, to which I quickly snarkily answered that I'd rather go back in time because it's less likely I'd be lost. In reality, the answer is the same, but the reasons are a little deeper. You see, I can travel to the future on this time machine we call Earth. I just have to be patient. There's even an ever so slight chance that I might make it far into the distant future, depending on scientific advance. But from where we stand now, there's no chance to ever go back. Plus, if I go back in time, there's the thought of hanging with my kin when we were akin to the same age. There's something to be said for that. With that, who's ready for the Roaring Twenties? No, not then, but soon. When? Well, about 15 months out from now. You may say that's too soon to start planning, but a good party takes time to plan. This year, the plan is to spend New Year's Eve at Walt Disney World's Epcot Center, which is where we threw all those high fives last weekend. Food and wine festivals in full effect, and if you've never been, it's phenomenal. The tastiest drink is the one in your hand, and the best food is found everywhere, though if I had to make a recommendation, it'd be to not miss out on the cheesy bread in Brazil. We all wore matching shirts with the girls saying they were Mary Poppin' bottles, while the guys advertised that they were getting Sith-faced. Thanks to a strong hashtag, we met up with some old friends while we were drinking around the world, before our party finally ended at a dance party du jour that I dominated thanks to some hardcore hula hooping. There you have it. If you're keeping score of what I got going on at the App Store, now both Weibo and Facebook are spying on me. Nextdoor is helping me spy on my neighbors. Instagram's keeping me connected around the world while somehow I'm fighting with potential new listeners on Twitter. You can keep up with it all by tuning in for more daily on Anchor or wherever fake internet radio shows are found. To all the fans out there, as we end this episode to cook a lobster, I hope it left you in ecstasy. Though you never forget how to steal a bike, remember to call your mother every now and again. While the robocalls continue to assail our cell phones, let's hope the low-life assault on Peppa Pig doesn't put a pause on the parks. As I don a short sleeve shirt and tie in preparation for a distant party, take the chance to think back to a time you once enjoyed before we toy with the idea of more joshing around. Mm -hmm.